Hey, 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 what's going on, everybody? How are you all doing today? Oh, my goodness, I'm so excited to be here with you all. You know what's up, family. Just come on in and just uh, drop your stuff right on that floor. Take off your shoes. Go ahead, take off your coat or what have you. Go ahead in the kitchen, get you something comfortable to drink. Get you some coffee, get you some hot hot cocoa. How about that? Get some hot cocoa (laughs) or some water or wine or whatever and have a sit down in our room. Prop your feet up in that chair. Take a deep breath in. Exhale slow. What's going on, family? How are you all doing? I missed you. (laughs) I hope everyone is doing amazing. Well, I'm going to get right down to the nitty-gritty, guys. I want to talk to you about, um, you know, not throwing away uh, life, not throwing away stuff, you know, don't throw it away. Don't throw away whatever is going on in your life. I know it's a lot that we are dealing with right now. Um, you know, we just recently, you know, um, you know, uh, got word from the governor here where I'm living, um, that there's going to be some changes, of course, due to the, uh, numbers that has totally, um, climbed, um, uh, as far as with the COVID-19 and, uh, you know, it's, um, you know, it's already a sombering, um, atmosphere, you know, that's going on around in our community or just in the state or what have you, or just all over the country, basically, you know, with this COVID-19 and how much damage it has caused in a lot of people's lives, you know? Um, and, and of course, you know, with, we see slowly but surely things were like coming back to normalcy, if you will. Uh, but yet you still had to, you know, you know, um, wear your mask, wash your hands, social distancing, still um, active and all those things. But of course, as we got starting to get back to normalcy, you know, people still was not really taking those uh, rules um, seriously, you know, or taking it to effect. Um, and as a result of that, you know, people are, um, have gotten sick. Um, the hospitals are most filled to the capacity, if you will, for those uh, that, you know, are, you know, have that has, that has COVID. Um, and, uh, as you know, the governor had just said enough is enough, you know, they are going to make some restrictions and some changes and, uh, and whatnot. And even the mayor of Detroit, um, also had to come on and, you know, make note of some things that need to be changed. And especially for, uh, the holiday upcoming, you know, uh, upcoming holiday, which is in Thanksgiving, um, which is Thanksgiving, I'm sorry. And, uh, of course, a lot of people had, you know, planned to travel. Um, you know, it's a tradition. People plan to travel, to go with their families, see their families and loved ones, some they haven't seen in years, <laughs> you know. Um, and of course, it's just not able to do that because of the changes that has um, been mandated. And um, I get it. it. It's very frustrating. It's like, ugh. Like, when are we ever going to get this resolved? Well, the only thing, the only time ever is going to get resolved is when people really start taking it seriously. Um, you know, people wear their mask. I mean, we still got people out there that just refuse to wear the mask. And even though a lot of the stores, you know, are definitely, you know, um, putting that rule, that law, if you will, out there, people will still debate that and, 
you know, they just don't really have any care for other people's health or safety and even including their own for that matter. Um, in their mind, I guess they think they're invincible. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but you know, that's pretty much what it is, honestly. Um, and of course, you know, people walking around thinking that they'll never catch it, but they might have already have the virus, but they don't have no symptoms. So, but they would never know if they don't get checked, you know what I mean? And that's another thing too. People just refuse to get checked as well. Um, you know, because they don't have any symptoms or they don't feel sick or whatever the case may be. So yeah, there's a whole lot of stuff that people are dealing with and it's very, very frustrating. And, um, and I know it just seems so taxing to the mind, to the soul of people out there. And it's just like, you know, people just freaking out a little bit, you know, but I just wanted to, uh, just, you know, remind you all out there that, you know, um, Life is hard. It is. Uh, But even through the hardship, even through the the challenges that we face, even through the trials and the tribulations, you know, take joy because, you know, Jesus said he has overcome the world. Right. And that, you know, you know, we are in good hands with him in spite of all that's going on around us. Yet we are still safe in his arms, you know. So the first thing I just want to share with you is life. Don't throw away life. Don't give up on life. Don't give up so quickly. I get I get the pressure. I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, you know, you're not able to do the things that you used to do. You're not able to, you know, I mean, just to sit down in your, your, your sister's house, you know, go over to your mom's house. They may live across country somewhere, whatever. You're not able to go visit or whatever, even at the hospital, you know, people are not able to go visit their loved ones in the hospital because of the restrictions of COVID-19 and everything. And, and, and that's very, very frustrating. And to find out now that, you know, they have, um, you know, um, implemented some some additional restrictions and all of those things it's even more frustrating but i'm here to tell you not to give up on on life and and you know what is it even besides the covid i mean people have additional issues on top of that and of course yeah you know covid has contributed to it where people are have lost their jobs or they're, you know, they still have a job, thank God, but the pay is just still not, is, is, is not, is not uh, sufficient enough. Um, you know, people are still uh, depending on that unemployment. Um, and even with that, you know, the money that they are receiving is not enough to <laughs> really to last and, you know, them period at all. And they got all these bills and medical bills and, you know, other things to deal with and the money that they are getting is just not enough to, to, uh, cover that. And it can really weigh you down. It can really do a number to a lot of people. We have seen it. We have seen it and we have heard about it where people do the unthinkable, you know, the murder, suicide, the whole family is gone, you know, due to the pressure of this world, due to, you know, the whole lot of stuff. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a very scary, um, situation. It's a scary thing, but when you feel overwhelmed and all of us do, but when we do get to that point where we just feel like we just can't handle it anymore, I'm here to tell you that, you know, God is the place, you know, where you can rest. There is a, there, God will have a place for you that you can just lay down your head and that he will, you know, um, he will take care of you. He can restore you, right? He gives you a chance to just catch your breath, right? 
And, um, and he will actually, he will help you, you know, find the direction of how to, you know, handle certain issues in your life. First and foremost, we all have to learn how to just cast all of our cares to him because God cares for us. You got to know that he really do loves you. He loves you more than you ever, ever know. But I know sometimes when we allow our allow our issues and our drama to take over, we lose sight of the fact of just how, how much God really loves us and that he already knows what we're facing, what we're dealing with. And he, he's the one that has the answer. Um, but again, we allow stress and we allow, you know, the, the government, we allow all this other stuff that we hear on television. We allow it to just, you know, distort, you know, our senses and, you know, get foggy, you know, <laughs> in, in the mind and, and overwhelmed with, with all kinds of, all kinds of stuff that we fail to, to go directly to the, the source, the one whom has our lives in his hands. And he knows the future. We don't know what tomorrow brings, but he's fully aware of it. Right. He, he has already established your life for you. Right. And we have to learn how to just immediately run to him, you know, and say, God, I need you. You know, we don't have to find a, you don't have to sit down and figure out how to talk to God or whatever. No, man, just go say, God, I need help. I need you right now. I'm, this is a lot on my mind, God. And I, I just, there's so much I want to say to you, but I just don't know how to really word it out. I don't know how to, I don't even know where to begin, <laughs> you know? And, but, but all you can say is, but God, I need you. And he knows exactly, he knows exactly what to do for you. He knows exactly what to give you, right? If you just completely give it to him. Now, here's the thing. We, we say like, yeah, I know I cast it to him and everything. And you may do that, but guess what? You still holding on to the other end of that problem. You know, like, you know, like you playing tug of war with the, with the issues that's causing so much stress in your life and God can't work with that. He cannot, either you're going to give it to him hundred percent or you're not going to give it to him at all, but he cannot, you know, share the problem with you. He needs it all right. And you need to leave it in his care. So he continues to care for you. You see what I'm saying? You know, um, Psalms 23 is a, is, is a beautiful Psalms where when we need to take a, uh, take a breather, <laughs> you know, he says, you know, and I'm reading from the messenger Bible. He says, God is my shepherd. I don't need a thing. You have bedded me down in lush meadows. You find me quiet pools to drink from true to your word. You let me catch my breath and send me in the right direction. And that's what all he wants to do is to send you in the right direction. He wants you to just stay where he has already assigned a place for you where you can rest, that you can be restored, that you can be nurtured, that you could be filled right with his love, right? with his peace, with his joy, even through the midst of the storm, even through the midst of the hurricane, even through the midst of the turbulence that you are experiencing right now in your life, personally, professionally, economically, medically, whatever, you know, you know that all is well with you because God got you like that, man. 
Don't throw it away. Don't throw away your life. Don't just throw in the towel and say, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm sick of it. I'm tired of this. I, I don't know what more to do. I, I, I don't know how I'm going to handle it. I don't know how, I don't know how I'm going to survive and this, that, or whatever. But God, with God, you can survive. Trust me when I tell you. I know the tears that you have, have shed. I know the frustration. I know the hurt that you've been feeling. I know that anger. I know that bitterness. I know all of that. I've been through it, man. But I'm telling you from personal experience, man, that God got you. He has it all under control. But we have to learn to release all of those cares. We cannot continue to play tug of war with him because God ain't going to play. He's not going to play the game. He's going to let it go. And you just go and keep on holding on to the issues. And then you want to know why you still overwhelmed, why you stressed, why you tired, why you, why you're not feeling so good. You know, stress can make you feel, can make you feel queasy. It can make you feel uneasy. It can make you feel, you know, bipolar. It really, really can. And you have not been diagnosed bipolar, but it can make you feel that way because you have allowed all the issues of the world right? To consume your thinking and have you feel one way or another. One minute you're good, one minute you're bad, you know? (laughs) One minute you're happy, one minute you're sad, you know? And you're just trying to figure yourself out. Your family can't figure you out. You can't figure yourself out. But God, God, he can figure you out real quick. But we allow the issues, we allow the problems, we allow what we hear on television, what we, what we see on social media, what we hear through our friends or our loved ones. You know, we allow all of that stuff to consume us and dominate us and take control of us, meaning that we pretty much idolize the mess of this world. And we got to be careful of idolizing things. Okay, we are we making that our God. We allowing that to control our emotions. We allowing that to direct our path. We got to be careful with that, man. Okay. That's why God doesn't want us to carry all these cares because he knows exactly where it's going to take us, where it's going to lead us. And it's not going to lead us to the destiny that God has destined for us. It's going to lead us to a darkness that you know what you won't be able to handle that you can't handle, (laughs) right? So don't throw your life away. It's not over yet. Yeah, we all going through something. Every single one of us, we have a season of challenges, but you best believe those seasons of challenges that we're in is all about developing. It's all about, it's all about, uh, you know, uh, pruning us. It's all about uh, teaching us. It's all about birthing out things in us that we didn't think we had or we never knew existed in us. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're dealing with some issues. You're dealing with some marital marital issues. You're dealing with some teenage issues. You're dealing with all kinds of stuff. And it's testing your emotions. It's testing your temperament. It's testing you to the fullest degree. (laughs) Right? And it's like, you know what? I'm just going to go pack my stuff. And I'm going to get out of here (laughs) because I am done, (laughs) right? We've been there, done that. But at the end of the day, though, if you just say, Lord, I need you, I need your help, I need direction, I need guidance, I need, I need you, period. He will do that. He will give, he will take you away from all this so you can have a moment of solitude with him and he will feed you. He will nurture you. 
Come on now, right? You could drink his water. Come on. That that water of life that is fulfilling that would never that would never die. Okay? You you don't have you won't have to worry about lacking anything because God he fulfills every area of your life that you need fulfilling. And he and you will start to see your life differently. Because now you finally release you took your hand off the issue. You took your hand off the struggle. You took your hand off the debt. You took your hand off the marriage. You took your hand off your children. You took the hand off your issues. You took your hand off that problem that you said, God, I cast it all to you. Because now you finally realize, like, okay, God, you know what? <sighs> you got this. I, I, you know what, God? Yeah, I repent. Forgive me for trying to take over your, your, your job. Okay. Yeah, we got a part to play, but we cannot do God's part. Did you hear what I just said? We got a part to play. Yeah, but we can't do God's part. Plain and simple. But sometimes we want to, you know, we want to go ahead and say, okay, God, yeah, you got this, but I got this part. No, you don't, you, you don't know how to handle that part. You don't know how to handle those people. You don't know how to handle your children. You don't know how to handle, you know, uh, you know the, the issues that you got going on in your job. But God knows how to deal with it. He has a better, he has a better plan. He has a better, uh, a, a strategy because it's all, God is working this out. It is all benefiting his kingdom, man. So yeah, trust in him. Don't, don't give up so easily. Don't say, you know what? I'm just, I'm just sick of this. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of this COVID. I'm sick of this marriage. I'm sick of these kids. I'm sick of this. this, this. I get it. I get it. I get it. But when you get to that point, that's when you have to say, God, help me. God, I need help right now. You know, there's a whole lot that's going on inside of our minds. And we just we don't know how to start it off. But all you can say is, I need you now, God. That song by Smokey Norfolk. I need you now. That's a prayer right there in itself. That will open up so many different you know, concerns because <laughs> he, God already knows what's going on in your heart anyway. He's already, he's fully aware what's happening in your life. He knows what's going on in, in your mind. Your mind is like a whirlwind. It's just constantly going, 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 going. He's fully aware, but all he expects us to do is just come to him and say, God, I need you. I need your help now. So don't throw away your life, right? Don't throw away your life. Jesus is your life. He's your help. He's your sustainer. He is your keeper. Come on, y'all. Right? He's your keeper. And he already has your life set out for you. And even though life will continue on, the world will continue on doing what it's doing, yet you, you will already be placed. You will already been rerouted. God has already had established a place for you where you don't need to worry about anything, right? And you don't need to be concerned about tomorrow because tomorrow will be concerned about itself. But this day, the day that God has created just for you, this day that is fully loaded with his grace and mercy, this day where unmerited favor continuously flows and pours into your home, into your children, to your household, into your finances. This day is the day that we're supposed to rejoice and to give praises to him. So don't throw your life away. 
don't throw your life. Your life is very precious and your life is very valuable and it's important. Yes, it is because God is in you and what God has put in you is important. It's a, it's a blessing for other people. There's, there's a purpose in all of our lives. And like I said, we get so distracted with the issues of life, with the drama of life, we, we lose focus. And then we start to believe the lies of the enemy saying that we don't have no purpose or we don't have nothing left to give or we're too old. Or, you know, that we, you know, we didn't finish college or we didn't get our masters or, you know, we're not a doctor or whatever the case may be. And we just feel like we are just no good, but that's a lie of the enemy. No, you are good. You are beautiful. You are fully and well equipped because God is in you. So yeah, when we feel like we are overwhelmed and we're tired and life is just way too much, that's when we just go into our secret closet. That's when we just go into, into that place of rest, right? In that, in that place where God just feeds us and nurtures us. Give us a time to breathe. It's okay to take that time out. It's, a, it's okay to take a sabbatical. Okay? <laughs> right? You have that right to do that. Okay? You may not be able to go far away like you used to, but you have that right to go and just say, God, it's just me and you. Okay? It's just me and you. <laughs> right? It's just me and you, God. You know, I need you now. And he will, he will restore you. The next thing you don't throw away, guys, are people. And I get it, people can be, whoo, the people that you already got going on in your life right now, child. Child, they are something special. I get it, I get it, I get it. People, whoo, there's some good and there's some bad in people. That's in all of us, because there's some good and bad in you too, beloved. Come on, just like there's some good and bad in me. Hello. But I know there's some extra there's some extra, <laughs> you know, people in your life, man, that you just sometimes wonder, <laughs> you know, and you just like, I, 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 I just don't understand, you know, but I get it. You know, a lot of us have been hurt, you know, uh, by people. Uh, people who we have entrusted, people who we have committed to, people that's, you know, in our bloodline, you know, family, particularly, um, and, you know, you just had enough of that, you know, um, because you have given, you know, your heart and you have committed yourself to these people. And next thing you know, they betray your trust. They betray you. They, they, you know, they never really cared for you. They just took you for granted or, you know, they abuse your kindness or they abuse you mentally or physically or all the above or whatever. And, you know, you just, you just done with folk, you know, um, and you just can't trust people um, because of what happened to you yesteryear and all those things. And I get it. I understand that. Um, I've been there myself and I'm asking God to help me as well, you know, when it comes to people to help me to not continue to, um, you know, hit them with the issue, you know, with the issues that they, you know, that they presented to me, you know, and here it is two years later, but yet I'm still holding on to a two year, two year old, uh, issue. That's because I haven't asked God to heal me. Right. I haven't asked God to heal me yet. And that's, I think that's the problem with a lot of us out there that is, are carrying this weight of unforgiveness and bitterness and anger towards people, uh, or, or particularly people from our past, 
You know, um, we really haven't truly sincerely say, God, I need, I need deliverance from this pain, from this hurt that my aunt has caused me or that my mom had caused me or my dad has caused me or my friend or whoever has caused me. God, I, I need deliverance from that so I can learn to love. Because you can't say you have God in your life, but yet you don't love your neighbor. You don't love your brother. That says so in the word. He said that's a, you're a liar. You you know, and you you don't. I don't think I don't think you want to be called that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, think about that. We say we got God in our lives, but when it comes to that person that's causing strife in our lives. You know, we, we feel something different about that person and we don't want to deal with them. We can't, we don't want to be around them. You know, we, we, we don't have anything to do with them. And every time, every time they say something, we don't believe what they say, or, you know, you, you know, there's an ulterior motive behind what they say or do. And nine times out of 10, it might be true. Yes. But still, still, we cannot continue to, you know, regurgitate that poison anymore. We are, we are the bottle And inside of us is that poison of pain, of hurt, of betrayal. And we are regurgitating that stuff every time we come upon, we come across those, those individuals. So yeah, it's, it's important for us to really ask God to heal us from the past of the people who have hurted us, right? So we can learn how to love others that God presently have in our lives right now. There's people right now in your life that are, that don't cause no harm to you. You know, they're a blessing in your life and they really do sincerely care and love you, but you have been battling them and, 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 and just been, you know, you've been that wall (laughs) and you know, they've been patient and patient and patient, but after a while, you know, they going to walk away from that because you know, you, you, you still tied up, you still regurgitating that poison of, you know, of, of what happened to you five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. And I come to realize too, that, you know, the issues that some people have, it may not be personally with you yourself, but of someone closest to you, maybe a father or a mother or a grandmother, somebody, and that sibling or that relative was was, was mistreating that person whom you adore, whom you love deeply. And you just didn't like that. And you saw that ever since you were a child and here you are a grown woman and you still feeding off, you still regurgitating that poison baby. And you want to know why you still angry. You want to know why you still the way you feel, why you've been acting this way and this, that, or what, because you still holding on to the memories of what happened 20 some years ago. And I'm telling you right now, the person who had caused that, they still live in their life. They're still moving on with their life, whether they're miserable or happy or not. They still moving on though. You still stuck in that moment, even though you you're grown, even though you got this going on, but yet you still back when you were 12, as soon as you see that person or you or you or you hear the name of that person in a conversation, you go right back into that memory when you were 12, when you were 15, when you were eight. And then you just, you know, then that, that stuff starts to creep up on you. And you start to just spew out the poison of how you really feel about them. Oh, I don't want them near me. Oh, I'm glad that we don't have to come and visit on Thanksgiving because I can't stand their behinds. And, and I don't, they better not say not one word and this, that, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and we cannot do that. We cannot do that. 
We have to ask God, Lord, I need help right now. This is the season of reset. This is the season of healing. This is the season right now while we in quarantine here. This is the perfect time to really start evaluating your life. You need to self check yourself and not start uh, not checking somebody else because they got a different walk than you do anyway. You know what they did to you. God will deal with it, but you got to trust him again. Like Like I said before, we doing that tug of war thing. You want to give it to God, but yet you still holding on. You know, and nothing is going to work. Nothing is going to change. Nothing is going to happen until you start releasing that. But see, God, you know, God is so amazing that he still continues to bring people in your life that's currently in your life that are good people, good people that are loving and kind and caring, that means so much to you. And you love them too, but yet you're not really fully giving your heart to them because, you know, it's like, uh, I'm only giving 50% of myself to you because I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still just, you know, keeping my distance. I'm protecting myself. You know, no, no, no. You, you, you're not really receiving, you know, and you're not giving wholeheartedly. That person is giving wholeheartedly to you. But you keep slapping them in the face, you know, with your with your stone, uh, your stoneness or with your coldness or, you know, with your attitude. You know how you do. You know what you're doing. And the person debate with you, like, why you do that? Why you debate? Why you keep rejecting me? Why you keep rejecting my 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 time with you or whatever the case may be? And you you really don't have an answer. You really don't want to speak your truth. So you just cover it up. And act like, what are you talking about? I'm not doing that. Well, I don't mean to. And I just said that. You just kind of make up a conversation, but you really don't want to hit. You don't want to get down to the nitty gritty of it because it's too painful for you. And that's how you are with God too, because God is trying to get your attention, and He gets your. He tries to tell you, ask you the question through that person who may have recently said, "Why do you keep rejecting me?" Wow, let that sink in for a second. Why do you keep shutting the door on me? Mm. And that's God asking you that question. Why do you keep rejecting me? Why do you keep closing the door on me when I'm here to help you? Your pain is not that great that I can't, that I can't not save you. You know what I'm saying? We have to really, really just stop for a minute and just really look at you know, what we're about to lose. There are people, yes, that really do need, that needs, uh, that needs help, that needs deliverance, but so do you. There's a lot of people who are hurt and who have been abused. So have you, right? But guess what? Those same people, some of them, if not all of them did repent and they did ask God for help. And they get and they did ask God to come into their life. They got saved. They got they got baptized or whatever. They made a change. So why can't you? There's some that probably have or that probably are saved, but yet they had to, had to deal with the issues of their past, right? But now they realize that that burden, that weight, man, it's just too toxic. It's causing too much. They've been sick for the past few months and it has nothing to do with the COVID, but they've just been emotionally sick and it's been causing a lot of internal damage in their bodies. And they just realize at the end of the day, the hardcore truth is that they've been allowing this, this poison of their past 
to basically put them near in, in their grave almost. And it's like, God, I repent. Forgive me. I want to live. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want to live. And that's, and that's what you need to do. Because there are people, they realize that I have a great marriage or I have great kids or I have a great this, I have a great that. I don't want to lose that, Lord, what you have given me. And, and I didn't even ask for these things. And yet you bless me beyond through these people. And I, with my behavior, I don't want that to, to, to destroy that. I don't want my behavior. I don't want my anger. I don't want my bitterness. I don't want, you know, my, 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 my distorted mind to, you know, to get rid of that. You have blessed me with good people, God. I and I want to take full advantage and enjoy them, you know? So don't throw people away. Don't do that. Don't throw your life. Don't throw your people. And the third thing is don't throw God away. Don't throw him away, y'all. I know there's so much, uh, so many of you out there, you are like, I am just, I, <laughs> ooh, you know, because you're looking at the issues of life. You're looking at this COVID thing and people are already asking God questions like, God, why is this happening? Uh, this was my, this was my mom. This was my father. This was my aunt. Lord, why did you take her and this, that, or whatever? You know, a lot of people are angry at God. A lot of people, you know, you know, uh, thought God was going to change this whole situation around and this, that, or whatever. And it didn't happen the way you thought it was going to happen. And so, you know, you just don't want to have anything to do with church. You don't want to have anything to do with the, with the pastor. You want to have anything to do with the, you know, with the, you know, with anybody. <laughs> Basically, we, we go back to the people, you know, we don't want to have anything to do with God. But he is the one whom you need to continue to hold on to. He is the one that would never, ever, ever. He said in his word, I would never leave you. I would never forsake you. He said, I will not, I will not, I will not in any degree leave you helpless, nor forsake, nor, nor let you down. He won't do that to you. He said, relax my hold on you. Assuredly not. He would never, ever, ever let you go. He would never, ever, ever leave you, you know, alone. Even when you feel lonely, you are not alone because he's right there. He is right there, man. (laughs) Oh my God. He's right there. When the burdens become too heavy, beloved. Oh my goodness. Just call on him and say, God, I need you with me. I need you. I need your help. God, help me, console me, comfort me. And don't you know, he is, he will do just that for you. And you will know in your spirit that he's there. His presence is right there. But don't ever throw him away because at the end of the day, you, he's the one whom you're going to be calling on. If it's your last breath, you're going to call on him, honey. Okay. I understand that there's so much is happening in this world. Yes. It's, 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 it, it can do a lot to you, but honestly, God has it all under control and look, and look at your life right now. 
Look at your life right now. Look where you are right now. If you have a home, thank God for that. If you have, if you, if your children are safe, thank God for that. If your husband is around, thank God for that. If you got food in your in your in your pantry in your in your refrigerator, it may not be a it may not be a supermarket, okay, but it's a corner store. Hello. It's a it, trust me, it's a huge difference, but you know what I'm saying? You thank God for that. You know what I mean? You have a ride in your garage. It may not be a, 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 a you know, a Mercedes, but it, hey, it gets you point A to point B. It may not be a, a 2020. It may be a 2010, but that's okay. Thank God for that. It may have some issues, but you're still moving. You know what I'm saying? These are the things that you need to look at versus looking at the problems of this world. These are the things that you need to thank God for instead of just crying over the issues that is so beyond your control. This ain't nothing hard for God to do. He can, he, he, he has this all under control, but he needs to get you in control so you won't be out of control. Right? Because when we get out of control, oh my gosh, Lord have mercy. We do the unthinkable. We say the unthinkable, right? And we have seen that through other people. We have, we have witnessed that. Come on now. Don't throw God away. He loves you so, so much. He has a plan for your life. And, and, and the plan is amazing. It's beautiful. It's perfect because he created it so. And I understand some things that we have hoped for, you know, we had hoped that, you know, or prayed for our, our loved ones to, to survive and, or to, to, or, you know, to, um, to still be here. But unfortunately that it didn't happen that way. And there are some things that we never going to get our answers that we never going to get answered. I would say there's questions, you know, I mean, I sometimes, you know, I used to ask God, like mama, well, like God, Mama, mama was still young. Why did she have to leave, you know, and all those things. But I may never know that answer. And I probably won't know until the day of when I go and see him in glory. But here's the wonderful thing about it. My mom is with him. And I know my mom is at peace. And I know my mom is rejoicing. And I know my mom will want me to continue to live her legacy, to continue to, you know, to be a blessing to my daughters, Right. And to pour the love in, in them, the love that my mom had for me, I'm, I'm putting that in my daughters. So they can feel not just my love, but they feel their grandmother's love. And also, you know, talk about their grandmother all the time, you know. And that's what God wants us to do when it comes to, you know, come to our loved ones. He wants us to, you know, to, to uh, talk about the goodness of that person you know, and, and, and share the memories of that person. God wants us to think of the goodness of him. Think of all what he has done for you. Don't throw him away, you know, because of the, of what's going on currently in your life. Trust me. He is your supply house. He is everything that you need. He is your strength. He is your shield and your buckler. He is your protector. He is everything that you need. He is your banker. 
Because <laughs> there are times in my life I could tell you the truth. I don't know how in the world we still maintain to be in this house. But I tell you the truth, ain't nobody but God that has kept us and sustained us in this house, especially through this pandemic, especially when the economy crashed back in 2007. There were people around us in this subdivision that lost their house through foreclosure. And yet we still are here to this day. Ain't nobody but the Lord, because we sure didn't have the means to keep this place. We ain't had the means of that, but ain't nobody but God. I cannot dare say I did it, and I, my husband sure didn't do it. Ain't nobody but the Lord. And and that, I stand on that 100%. Because if he can do it for me, then he could do it again and again and again and again and again and again and again. But he wants us to still thank him for what he has done right now. If you look at your life right now, whether it's your children, thank God for that. Thank him for your children. Thank God that they are there. They are moving. They are breathing. You know, even if they may have some medical issues, but yet they're still here. And God's still making a way out of no way where you are able to financially pay those medical bills, that you are able to take your baby to the doctor, that you are able to feed your baby, that you are able to nurse or whatever that you have to do. God is making a way out of no way. You cannot afford to throw him away. You cannot do that. I'm telling you, you can't do that. You could try if you want to, but baby, you ain't going to get far. You ain't going to get far. You cannot. And I know it's rough. I know it's tough. I know it's crazy. I know it hurts. Oh my goodness. Boy, let me tell you. I know, I know, I know. But baby, that's why you have to trust him, cast it all to him, and he will definitely supply your needs. He will, he will continue. He will refresh you. He will refresh your soul. He will refresh your spirit. He will refresh your mind. He will refresh your eyes. He will refresh your hearing. He will, he will just give you, give you new life. He will give you that. He will restore you. I'm telling you, he will feed you when you need to be fed. He will, he will, he will uh, quench you when you are thirsty, right? But don't ever throw him away because you will not survive. You will not survive. You need him. You need him, right? Don't, don't let go of him because he, he's not going to let go of you. If you have committed your life to him, if you gave your life to him, you best believe, hands down, <laughs> he ain't going to let go of you. Now, you can go ahead and walk off all you want and say, God, you know what? I'm just going to take care of this myself. You know what, God? I need to walk away. You know what, God? I just need to get out of here for a minute. And you know what? God will be right there. He'll be waiting for you. So that, that, that may take a day for you. It may take a week. It may take weeks. It may take months. It may even take a year. But when you do turn around and you do, when you had enough of getting beat down, down by this world, you come right back and guess what? God will be right there where you left him with open arms and he will hold you. He will comfort you and he will say, I love you, my daughter. You are the most valuable, most precious daughter ever. And I have great plans for you. I will never leave you. I will never hurt you. Trust me. I have something great for you. If you only believe, if you only believe, if you only trust in me, your life will never be the same. So don't throw it away. 
Don't throw away your life. Don't throw away those people that God has, has assigned in your life. But more importantly, don't throw away God. So listen, y'all, I hope this blessed you. I hope this truly blessed you. I hope this came right on time at this crazy season of our lives right now. Because I know a lot of us are really, really scratching our brains right now and wondering, when is this ever going to end? How much longer do we have to deal with this? There's a lot of people who are going through a mental breakdown, emotional breakdown. There's people who are dealing with family issues. There's people who are falling falling back into depression, believe it or not, because of the weight of this world. But I hope you are hearing my voice and I'm hoping that whatever you heard, that something stood out and it just really, just really penetrated your heart and it had you to, to stop right at wherever you are and had you to open up your mouth and say, God, she's talking about me. Yeah, because God knows you. So he's, you, he's using me to minister to you, to get your attention. And just to let you know, I heard your cry. I saw your tears. I heard your, I heard your moans, my daughter. Now, allow me to come and restore you and heal you and deliver you. Make you whole again so you can enjoy this life that you want to throw away. You can start enjoying this new life that I have for you. And you can enjoy it more abundantly. So everybody, listen. Take care of each other. Stay safe out there. Cover yourself accordingly, okay? Wear your mask, okay? Sanitize your hands, okay? Listen and be obedient to the laws and to the rules that your, that your, uh, that your uh, officials, your city officials, your governor, your mayor, you know, that, that they, um, that they um, mention out on the news or what have you, you know, stay safe, all right? And enjoy your life and enjoy the beauty of life. Enjoy the blessings of your life. Because guess what, darling? You are rich. <laughs> you are filthy rich. And I'm not just talking about your pocketbook. But if you look at what God has already supplied in your life, Baby, mm, come through, honey. You won't even have, you won't even think about the, the struggles of, of, of what's going on in your life. Because God, he got it all under control. So we're going to close up with a prayer real quick. And until next time, beloveds, I will definitely see you again. Whatever God has for me to share with you, I will share it, honey, 100% without no hesitation. <laughs> Because I'm going to keep it raw and keep it real. But at the end of the day, I pray that, you know, that you would take it in and you allow God to heal you and strengthen you in the areas that you need to be lifted. Father God, we want to say thank you for this opportunity. Opportunity. Thank you for this platform. Thank you for this fellowship. Thank you for my family. Thank you for those who are listening right now to the sound of my voice. You know the issues. You know the struggles. You know the concerns that each and every one is going through. And God, I know you are the one. You are the way maker. You are the healer. You are the deliverer. You are everything. You are omnipresent. You are sovereign. You are holy. You are everything. And those of you who may not know of God, I give you the opportunity to go ahead and confess your sins to him. 
and to say, God, I need you to come into my life. I've done everything that I thought was going to be superior in my life, but it all failed and it got me into this situation now. And the only person whom I have not tried is you. So God, I'm giving my life to you. I repent to you. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for me and he rose the third day for me. And I'm opening up my heart to you. Come into my heart, oh God. And I receive you right now in Jesus name. My beloved, you just got saved. And guess what? The heavens are applauding and they are celebrating you right now. Get excited about that. So God, we just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because you got this all under control. Help us, oh Lord, to not lean on our own understanding, our own senses, God, but that we put all our trust and our faith in you. We give you praise today in Jesus name. Amen.